Space Warp Creator Interviews. Pat Mills. How did the concept for Space Warp come about, Pat? Well, um, I wanted to uh, put something back, to give something back to the industry. In other words, um, uh, you know, having spent a, a lifetime in comics, I, I wanted to, um, uh, you know, I was very aware that uh, comics today are not in a good place. And in particular, they've lost their, uh, their young readership. So arguably, there's not that many people under, what shall we say, 25, 30 even, uh, who regularly read British comics. And um, meanwhile, uh, graphic novels and uh, things of that sort, uh, you know, go from strength to strength. So um, I, I think if you consider that comics started with kids, uh, I think that's where they really need to come back to. So the idea of Space Warp is a, a comic uh, for all ages, a science fiction comic for all ages. Now, uh, those words for all ages do not mean that it's going to uh, be toned down or, or, or young or juvenile in any way. That's, I, I've never produced comics like that. I'm certainly not gonna start now. So that's what it was all about. And, um, well, it had to be science fiction because we live in a science fiction world. So how did you come to recruit the artists for the comic? Um, it wasn't that difficult. Um, I want, this is another thing, I wanted to attract new talent. And later when you, uh, you know, when you're talking to some of these artists, you're, you'll see what I mean, that these are, these are great artists, but they're relatively new uh, to the business. And I felt uh, that there was a generation of artists who, for one reason or another, weren't actually uh, getting out there uh, in comic land. Um, so I really wanted to encourage new talent. And there's another reason for it as well. Um, I found over the years that if I tend to use new talent, it often has, they often have the edge over, um, over some other artists at least, because uh, they're still fresh-eyed and bushy-tailed, if you like. They haven't been worn down by the system, um, uh, which does happen a lot, because the, the financial model on which British comics uh, are based is uh, debilitates talent because uh, it buys all the rights. So you don't own your own characters. You don't control their destiny. So that was the attraction. Uh, when I asked, um, uh, when I put the word out there, uh, I'm looking for new artists. And uh, I got um, many, many responses. And uh, it took a while to find the right guys. And, uh, and I've got them. Great. Um, can you tell us uh, about the type of stories that we should expect from this new publication? Uh, sure, sure. Um, 
Well, when I did 2000 AD, it was the comic of the future. In other words, it was a future that was, um, um, what should we say, a couple of decades away at the time. Um, well, we now live in that future. We now live in the science fiction world. Um, so that creates um, a real difference. It's no longer, oh, this is an incredible uh, future that's, uh, you know, 50, 100 years from now. I mean, if you look at uh, what's happening uh, at the moment where we're, we're all in lockdown, I mean, that, that's quite science fiction uh, by itself. Um, so to specifics, I'm just looking at my, um, uh, the, the early advert for uh, Spacewalk, which says, Spacewalk will upload your brain to infinite Earths, galactic war, alien invasions, virus armies. Spacewalk is space cops, mutant secret agents, killer robots, and much more. Um, so that's, those are the stories in, in a nutshell. And um, uh, specifically, uh, could you maybe go through some of the names of these stories and give us a flavor of, of what to expect? Absolutely. Well, um, we have, uh, now th this is a very rough version. Uh, this, th just, uh, this was the, the two-page ad, and I, I don't think it has any, at least it gives you some visual definition as to what we're talking about. This took uh, myself and uh, Lisa, my partner and, uh, and, and publisher, 50 hours to put together this far, and now it's with the art editor getting a, a kind of final polish, which will probably involve another 20 hours. So, uh, taking it um, uh, bit by bit, we have, uh, in fact, actually, I'll show you on this. We have executioners, right? And the advert for executioners says, 62 moons, 62 realities, one police force. So, this gives you an idea of some of the early designs for the character and uh, all the various processes that we, we went through before we finally decided, right, you know, this is, this is the, one of the heroes, this is the other hero, and, and so forth. And then we have uh, Jurassic Punks, uh, this story here, uh, which is Street Fighters versus Dinosaurs. Now again, this is just still being put together, but this is SF1, Special Forces 1, um, uh, who are at war with a giant virus army. Now, uh, these horrible creatures here that are kind of a, a cross between War of the Worlds and the Daleks, um, we actually came up with them a year ago. Um, uh, and, and of course, well, it's turned out to be, um, uh, what should we say, a worthy enemy. <laughs> we really want to see these guys get blown away. Um, then here we have uh, uh, Slayer, also known as Shock. And uh, it's uh, one robot against uh, a million uh, space, space knights. And then here, with uh, Hellbreaker, is uh, De La Rue um, escapes from hell uh, to take uh, vengeance on the living. And finally, 
uh, over here is uh, futant, which is a phrase, um, which it, basically it means uh, future mutant, but it's a kind of um, um, uh, shortened version. And uh, so he's at this uh, kind of school for mutants in space. And um, well, this guy, as you can guess, is the, is the bad guy. So that, if you like, is, the, is a sort of overarching uh, uh, thing. And then we have uh, other stories, uh, various features and other artists contributing as well. So it's, um, it's that classic uh, British anthology, only by its very nature, uh, is much longer because um, I think the days when you can have a three-page story are probably long gone because uh, you want to get into a story. So uh, th these stories on average are about, uh, say, 10 pages long, something of that sort. And, um, and they're more or less complete within themselves, although they have ongoing threads. Because I think there's nothing worse uh, than the traditional British comic, which tended to end on a cliffhanger and you think oh god i've got to wait till next week or next month or whatever to, to find out what happens next so um i'm aiming for reader satisfaction because there will be gaps between uh this uh first um first issue phase one and uh subsequent uh phases um how long the gaps will be well <laughs> I suppose it would depend on, on a lot of things, in, including the lockdown and, uh, and so on. Um, we're going to start off um, with uh, a digital launch um, because, uh, well, physical launch isn't really, uh, really feasible at the moment. I mean, everybody's indoors. Um, so in terms of availability, it will be available as a digital download uh print on demand so in other words you can there'll be details of how to come to uh the spacewalk site and and on amazon and uh get your uh, uh paper copy um and uh, it'll also be available in comic shops and probably uh on some newsstands so it'll be the whole spectrum really of uh, of distribution and could you tell us some future plans for the publication? Um, well, uh, more of the same in the first instance. Um, the first thing for me, really, I suppose, after phase one, would be to slowly bring in new writers. Now, that, that's um, the reason I wrote uh, all the stories is because I wanted to create a cohesive universe. And, um, uh, but at the same time, I not only want to encourage uh, new artists, but in the long run, I want to encourage new writers. But that's easier said than done because um, there are rules within, say, uh, writing for television or film, which I would want to apply to comics. And that may or may not suit every writer who, perhaps thinks that you just sit down and write whatever comes into your head and we'll all be bowled over by it. It doesn't work that way. The rules of television is that the, um, the, the creator of a particular series lays down the ground rules and the, and, and the tram lines and you stay within them. Um, that, to my knowledge, hasn't really been done in British comics, but it would have to work that way. 
from a story point of view, uh, there is a central theme and mystery, uh, which is, uh, there's an overarching quest, um, uh, apart from the individual stories. So you can read all the stories in, in isolation from one another, um, but they are interlinked. And again, this is new for, for British comics. Um, 2000 AD, um, we have a theme of science fiction, but I wanted to go beyond that. Um, I didn't want bogus crossovers, uh, which I, I know, uh, you know, I've seen in Marvel and DC and I, I'm not impressed by, where, you know, the characters cross over just so people will buy more comics. Um, I wanted this crossover to further an overarching quest, which is to do with some very mysterious events, um, which um, is actually based on something in real life. And I'll, I'll just say very briefly what it is. Um, there's a mysterious church in the Pyrenees in Spain, which is like something out of a Dan Brown novel, because it's the only, it's the only church that has paintings of the apocalypse in it. All the other churches, uh, medieval churches, have uh, more regular uh, Christian imagery, but this one has um, paintings that are straight out of a nightmare. And I was shown around it by uh, an archeologist and he explained to me how it's really bizarre and no one knows the reason. Well, in the best tradition of Dan Brown and, uh, and, and his kind, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a great thriller explanation there, which is explored through the different stories. There, there is something in that church that the various characters, good and bad, uh, want to get their hands on. Okay, great. That, that really sets the, the scene, I think, Pat. And uh, finally, I think, um, um, should uh, people who want to get hold of this in the first instance visit your, your website, uh, blog, what's the best way to engage in the short term until we have an actual release date? Um, well, we, the, we should have our website up uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, as we So if we're talking, say, I don't know, um, three weeks from now, um, it will be spacewalkcomics.com and uh, that's where it will be and I suppose we'd probably be taking advance orders from somewhere around that point, um, which means, you know, it, it will be posted up on Amazon somewhere around about that time. I think the thing, uh, it's an exciting thing working on a comic like this because Traditional comics, when you, you, you have a deadline and you, you sort of say, right, it's got to come out on that date, come hell or high water. Well, um, that's not the case with Spacewalk. It comes out when it's absolutely perfect or as perfect as we can possibly make it. So if it gets delayed by a, uh, a week or something like that, that that's just par for the course. Um, yeah, and I should also mention, by the way, the slogan for uh, Spacewalk, which you'll see on the front cover, is do not adjust your reality, um, which I think is particularly relevant in, in uh, the times we live in, because you really do feel like you've entered some kind of dimension warp and that we're in, I don't know, uh, either a, a Doctor Who sequence or... Uh, or, or a scene from The Walking Dead, you know, with all these silent streets. And I, I, think, um, I think the mood and the tone of Spacewalk 
uh, very much reflects the world we're in. <laughs> okay, well, thanks very much, Pat, for taking time out uh, to record this, and we'll be following this up with uh, some interviews with, uh, with the other creators. So uh, we look forward to, uh, to seeing uh, that and the publication coming out. Thank you. Smashing. Thank you, Phil. Thanks. Bruno Starr. Bruno, I wonder if you could tell us uh, a little bit about your background. Oh, well, um, I'm based in Leeds, but I'm originally from South, like deep South. <laughs> like my, my family is from Germany, but I was born in Brazil. So, and I've, I've been living in the UK like for 10 years, roughly. So, um, um, always like a working with comics. Uh, well, I mean, at, at least trying to, you know, um, break it into the business properly, uh, uh, which is more important actually, is like a, after breaking into the business, like how to remain in the business, you know, like, uh, so I've, um, yeah, I'm, I've been doing comics like since I remember, like, uh, basically like uh, all my all my life like drawing and basically like marvel stuff at the beginning and uh until i i, I came across like a 2080 stuff like all that like old material from from 70s 80s and that like uh that blew my mind completely like change uh, everything i knew about comics changed from like the day i i I, I came across like 2000 AD and uh, I say, okay, I'll, you know, I wanna, if you wanna learn how to do this stuff, I, I, I probably should move to Britain, you know, and uh, try to understand like the kind of like culture that, uh, you know, originated the, the, the comic. And because uh, like for me, like I've always like loved uh, British comics, like there's like this, Euro European sensibility to it, but it's still kind of like a really, it's like, you know, like there's, there's the punk attitude to it. You know, it's not quite like, it's, it's, there's nothing similar to it. Like um, neither America, American or like European comics get any clothes. Like it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of both, but at, at the same time, at, at, at the same time is 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 neither you know like so i was like well this is really weird you know um and uh, i want to learn that and uh that's it like that's that's how i i ended up here and okay great i mean um there, there is that kind of uh european sensibility i suppose that that, that, that comes through and, and and certainly in the work i've seen you uh, produce so far i could see that in the work so how did you actually become involved in um, Space Warp? Well, I, I basically, uh, I think I, I've, I, I did what like everybody did. Uh, I just applied, applied for the job, basically. Like uh, um, Pat, Pat was inviting like a new artist, like to, you know, like to 
to send some like material to him and uh, he would you know like he did like some kind of selection and uh, but I, I I knew Pat like I met Pat like five years ago roughly the first time I, I, I decided to self-publish my own work and uh, I got in touch with, with Pat you know like I say like well you know like could you have a look at you know like my stuff like uh, um, I would appreciate if you take like your time I know you're busy you know like but you know if, if you kindly could you know like go through my stuff and like give me a feedback if like is even like you know um, good enough to be published and uh, to my to my surprise and um, he got back to me like two days later like uh, and he quite liked uh, my work and like he was quite enthusiastic about it and uh, I say well I, that, that's great I didn't expect this and uh, well like five years later like he, he decided like to you know um, publish like Space Warp and uh, and I say well I, I, I maybe I should get in touch again and like you know like and apply for for the job you know and uh, and I did like, like I did a couple of tryouts for a different story because now I, I did uh, Jurassic Man, which is now Jurassic Punks. Uh, we we changed the title, but uh, I applied to a different strip, um, and I was like a really close to be, you know, like I, I was close but not not quite like. A, not quite there yet you know like so and then like a, another artist came along and he was like on spot like he managed to get it right and like uh yeah absolutely he is he's like the perfect act artist for the for that strip and uh jurassic man for a, there was like a, a different artist assigned to that strip and for like personal reasons he dropped out and um, Pat got in touch and like he offered me the, the position and I was like, wow, yeah, um, pretty happy to to do it. Like, uh, cause I, I, I would have uh, applied for Jurassic Man like uh, at first, like, you know, like straight away, like, but the strip wasn't available. So I, I went to a different one and uh, turns out like, uh, yeah, now I, I can, you know, like, that's it. You can you can do Jurassic Mountain and like wow well, yeah great. And uh, yeah, I was really happy, man. Like uh, I couldn't believe, you know, like it's just like a dinosaurs and Liverpool and punks, you know, like there's there's like Mad Max vibe to it, like uh, all all the the stuff that I really enjoy, you know. And yeah, that's 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 how it, it went, like. Okay, yeah, so you've touched upon upon what the story is actually about. I wonder if you could go into a little bit more detail uh, without spoiling uh, any any of the surprises uh, uh, in the upcoming storyline. Right, yeah, I'll see if I, if I manage to avoid any spoilers. Um, yeah, um, I think when, when Pat told me about Jurassic Man, he, he had an idea of um, Omega Man, like, uh, like the Iron Legend. You know, like kind of the lone wolf wandering like a post-apocalyptic landscape 
but like with a difference like the the story takes place in Liverpool in the 70s and uh, with dinosaurs and so uh, we follow uh, the story of like Joe Megiddo I think that's how you pronounce his surname which is like the the, the, the title character Jurassic Man and um, his uh, He's tried to find his family, which was basically on the other side of the the mercy side, you know. And uh, at the moment, he, he can't quite cross cross the river, like so. He is like a stuck in Liverpool and trying to survive. And uh, he comes across um, with this punk girl named Dada. And she's a putant, which is like have like close links, um, close links with a, a different strip in Space Warp. Uh, I think is 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 drawn by Mike D, which is great stuff so far. Like everything I've seen, like is great, and he's he's doing the cover as well. So wow, this. Um. So yeah, um, they got together and like. Uh, you know, there is like a, 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 a really like a interesting dynamic between them. Like uh, he's like an older guy, like kind of like a, you know, a bit like oh, what are you doing, man? Like yeah, you teenager, you know, punk girl. Like I, you know, I walk alone. You know, and I don't, I don't care for that stuff. And she's like, oh, like very like a sassy, really smart, witty personality. Like, a, and uh, there's some elements like a science fiction elements in the story comes with like Dada like as she's a futant like she has like time traveling powers and uh, so she's like a you know shoplifting in the future and coming back to Liverpool in the 70s you know like and uh, it's, 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 it's great fun it's there's a bit of um, um, I would say like yeah there's like this this traditional like this this is bad like so there's like this punk attitude to it um but uh there's a, a, a different different flavor to it like it's different it's, it's you know like it's it's because uh, he wrote flash and he created flash and uh the cowboys with dinosaurs and you could say like this is like punks with dinosaurs but like uh, there's something else that I, I can't quite tell you now like you know like there's there's a twist to the story that I, I think like uh, the readers will like it and but I try to you know to be really faithful through the script is like uh, if you ever had had a chance to read like a past script you know like it's a lot of it's quite dense in terms of uh, research so and and at the same time, this is quite generous about like, uh, well, you, you got, you know, like uh, plenty of room to come up with new ideas, you know, and so feel free, if, if you wanna follow this, it's fine. But like, if you have any ideas, like, yeah, knock yourself out, you know, like, and uh, it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's interesting to work with him because like, it's very humble in that sense that, uh, he thinks about the, the comic, you know, about the results. Um, there's no ego in it, uh, you know, like what's the best for the strip? Um, 
was the best for the comics like um he he goes for it and like and he he gives you like a free reign to you know to come with ideas come up with ideas and uh and uh the strip changed slightly you know like as we were working on it like and seriously it took a long time to get it right you know like uh some pages i've i drew like three or four times i think the last one you know i it took me like a uh, four attempts to get it right you know like because we're supposed to go you know like if that's the the cliffhanger and needs to be like really powerful like like the opening page yeah, should be like the same the same feeling to it like a really powerful like a in your face you know um feeling so uh it was really really hard to get it right like uh, i was like uh, losing my mind <laughs> <laughs> okay um, i mean that uh, pat's pat's well known for for putting the, the artist through the ringer uh, i'm sure you won't mind me saying that but um but on, yeah, on, yeah. On the benefit of all of the of the strip and the, and, the, and the general outcome i'm quite interested yeah in yeah to hear uh, what your what your kind of process is, how you work, you know, are you digital, are you traditional, are you a mixture of both? You want to tell tell uh, the people watching this uh, how how you work and how you put strips together. Well, I I work uh, traditionally um, basically. I, I I do very little like digital tweaks on the page, like you know, like I, I do some editings and stuff on photoshop but uh it's, it's basically traditional and uh that's that's one of my struggles with the uh, uh, jurassic man because like uh, i i knew the kind of uh visuals i wanted uh and the the inking i the, the inking quality i that i wanted like and but i didn't think i didn't i didn't think about the logistics you know, uh, so now I know like how how I need to do it, like to get it right. But like, because I was inking on a um, watercolor board, so it, it's quite thick and difficult to scan scanning into the computer. You know, like to get it right, and it's not like it's not blurry. Like the lines, the fine lines, don't get blurry, and uh, you you lose quality and stuff. Like so, it took me a long time to figure out. And, but uh, yeah, I, I just needed that, like that, that feeling, you know, like when you're working traditionally, um, you know, inking on a, on paper and there's like, a, it's, um, it's a bit like a rough around the edge, you know, like, uh, it's, and I think like that's, that's the right, um, the right feeling for Jurassic, Jurassic punks, uh, you know, it's a bit gritty, you know, like kind of like it's dangerous like it needs to look like uh, you know the, the visuals needs to to represent all that you know like and uh and uh I, I don't i don't i really don't enjoy that much like working on a computer you know like uh, doing stuff di digitally um it's not really my thing i know people can do amazing stuff with that but uh i, I prefer like to do my stuff like i, I like paint and ink you know and get my my hands dirty in you know and at the end of it like you have like a piece of like original art 
like you you know like you sit back and look at it like say wow man that, that was worth all the trouble you know to get this out of my system you know and it's also a secondary form of income now as well where you can sell the original R, which is a struggle to do digitally. So, you know, in that respect, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a smart move as well. And um, so how, how far ahead uh, are you working on this? Do you know where it's going next, for example, or are you taking it kind of one episode at a time? Well, um, yeah, we got the, the first one done and uh, there is an um, outline for the second. Um, I know more or less where he's, where he's heading to. But there is there is an, a script, so we'll, I think we're basically waiting for launching launching space warp number one, and then we see how it goes, and hopefully it's going to be successful and going to be a hit with the readers, and I, I really hope, like, because everybody involved is like working really hard on it, so it's it's going to be great. Like everything I've I've seen so far, like looks looks amazing, um, you know, like. Um, so yeah, I, I have a, like a, a rough idea where, where it's going to, but, uh, I need to wait like to, to pack, to sit down and write like, uh, space walk two basically. Uh, so I, I'm not, not sure where, when that's going to happen, but like, hopefully it's going to be soon. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to work soonish. It depends on like how, how the, how long this uh, lockdown is going to last and we'll see because like every, every everything now is upside down you know like the the industry as a whole like like everybody no, nobody knows exactly how it's going to be you know like so i have a feeling it's 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 uh, space warp's going to do well in this scenario um but it's it's just a feeling you know like uh, i don't have the data to back me up on this, but like I, I, I believe like we will do well, um, hopefully. Great, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, like you say, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think you know, um, obviously, with digital distribution and and print backing that up. Um, that's yeah. a model that some of the bigger publishers are, are looking at very closely at the moment, um, yeah. especially in the US. I think um, as far as the British industry goes at the moment, uh, actually the UK comics have been a little bit more robust because of the subscription models. Uh, they've been able to fall back on that. So it'll be yeah. very interesting to see uh, how this new release performs uh, in, in, the, in the industry and to the, to the public in general. Um, so yeah. so um, beyond uh, Space Warp, uh, is there anything else you're working on that you'd like to talk about? Or is there any directions in the future you'd like to take either this strip or other strips? Or is there anything interesting that, that, you, that you think uh, for the future? Well, um, I'm probably going to take a break <laughs> after, after like a Jurassic Punk space swap, like the first one, I'll, I'll take a, a few days off because even though we've been in, in the lockdown and I, I've been like working around the clock to get, you know, like all the artwork done, and, um, some like my, my own website done and everything. So uh, it's been quite intense, like the, the last couple of months. So I'll, I'll be like taking like maybe like a, a month off after this. And 
I don't know, like maybe I'll, I'll go back to my, my self-published comic. Like I, I still have uh, the last issue to finish. Uh, not sure how long that's gonna take me because it's, it's like a painted artwork. Uh, and it's like uh, the last, uh, it took me four years to finish two issues of the, those those comics. So not quite sure if that's something I would like to do next. Um, probably more black and white stuff because I'm really enjoying doing this now. Um, um, I've, I found uh, a new style um, because I was like a soul so busy like learning like a how to paint you know i was really into that stuff like you know i wanted to be like a a painter and everything and uh i i kind of neglected my you know my 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 black and white work like my inking and uh my drawing like my uh, basic skills like kind of a little bit rusty and now I got back to it, and like I really enjoyed this. I I think I, I I would rather, you know, stick to to the black and white work uh, than like uh you know go back to painted stuff. Uh, not sure, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so just finally to wrap up, where where can our viewers uh, see uh, your work? Uh, what what's the website URL? Well, yeah, uh, it's brunostyle.com. Um, I got all my, uh, my my social media in there, like all the links, and so and uh, I'm probably gonna be updating like a on a weekly basis. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited about that, and uh, maybe I I will produce like like some comic like short story for my website as well like five page something because I, I i've got a couple of ideas that i would like to work on like so maybe i going going down that road you know like uh, publishing stuff on my my own website i don't know um we'll see okay great thanks very much yeah. uh, Bruno, for taking yeah. time out and uh good luck uh, with the launch and uh, hopefully we'll we'll chat again soon once uh, once the comic's actually out yeah my pleasure phil thank you thank you for having me james new <laughs>
I've been working on um, uh, Zarjev, uh, which is the uh, 2000 lead fanzine for the last couple of years. Uh, uh, not really how you get in, you just get involved, really. Uh, there's no real big wall in the way of getting involved in small press. You just show some enthusiasm and uh, get involved, really. And uh, I, I've kept it up over the years. Uh, I mean, reason to uh, to do drawing really. Uh, I'm always been creative, but uh, drawing comics has really been the, the thing been keeping me interested all these years. Uh, and this project is not it. Yeah. So, how did you become involved with Space Warp? Uh, I was following Pat Mills's uh, website, Mills um, uh, and he he put up a post that he was going to be doing. Uh, project called Space Warp. And immediately I kind of went to choose to get involved with this, if at all possible. Um, so I just kind of started sending in my work. I, I didn't even know if they were looking for people at that time, uh, but I, I wouldn't mind getting involved with doing logos or uh, lettering or whatever. Uh, and looking up, he, he was interested in some of my work. Um, so I uh, pretty much uh, applied for uh, one of the projects that I didn't get first off, and uh, then I, uh, when I did the submission for the second project, which is the Slayer project, uh, he picked up on that, and we, we worked our way through that for a couple of months until he felt uh, ready to take on the strip itself. So yeah, if you could tell us a, a little bit more about, about that story, Slayer, without giving us any spoilers, if that's possible. Um, sure, yeah. It's, um, the Slayer character is a he is an alien robot that uh, he seems to be a cosmic policeman or person um, that patrols the, uh, the cosmos um, and, and keeps things in order. Although he, he, uh, I think due to uh, the space warp, um, which is a theme going through Pat's um, entire comic, um, I think he has Slayer himself as his work cut out for him uh, or, uh, as to, uh, to do his job of protecting the universe for that. So the space warp itself seems to be some sort of tear in space and time that uh, seems to be mishmashing a lot of different genres um, and each story in the space Warp uh, comic itself um, takes up one of these genres, say, or, or themes. And uh, my one is the, the Slayer one, my second past one is the Slayer one. And uh, he is a, uh, it's hard to know whether he's a mechanical robot or an organic robot. I haven't really worked that out for myself yet. Um, um, he is, or it is, uh, there has been a influx of Earth space knights, uh, knights of Ro uh, the space rock, I think they're called, and they have kind of attacked uh, one of the planets in his part of the universe anyway, and uh, they're on by guests, and he has to sort them out and try and get rid of them. 
<laughs> so, uh, I don't think that gives us any spoilers, but <laughs> um, he, is, he is very different uh, way of dealing with uh, um, attacks, say from from outside. Uh, mostly using his uh, his own body rather than guns or hammers um, or anything like that. But, uh, all of the revealed story. <laughs> Great stuff. So I'd like to talk a little bit about your, your artistic process. So do you work mainly traditionally? Uh, do you ever work digitally? What's your kind of day-to-day -day routine on, on producing uh, your comics pages? Yeah, I, I'm, I would consider myself traditional, but I, I do use computers as well, almost 50% of the time. So I, I would always start off by uh, drawing uh, with a pencil. And uh, in the last couple of years, I've been using the, uh, an animator's blue pencil. Um, I don't know if you've seen that some of the images I passed on there, uh, the photographs will show that the, the images are in blue, uh, the pencil's images are in blue. So uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that process, but um, uh, the idea of that is it's, it's such a light color, there's no erasing. And uh, what I found over the years is if you ink, uh, if you pencil in, uh, in normal, pencil lead um, and then when you ink when you rub out the pencil it takes away some of the ink as well and it, it feathers the lines so uh, a friend of mine suggested I use a, an animated pencil um, which is this blue line and I found that to be fantastic so then I, I pencil that out uh, I, I don't go too detailed it depends sometimes I go very detailed and sometimes I just keep it loose and I do most of the work then in the inking stage uh, and I use various different tools from uh, brush to pen to spray, um, airbrush uh, and whiteout, uh, depending how I feel uh, on the day. Uh, and then I would pretty much scan it all in and then start again. <laughs> I'd, I'd almost uh, start sometimes re-inking it, toning it, great scaling it and chopping it up. Uh, moving it around, trying to get it, uh, pull it all together into a coherent page. Uh, so I, in my own head, I think my job is done when I finish the inking, but that's not the case. When I sit in front of the computer, there's a whole amount of time that, that is needed to get to a finished page. Uh, and uh, luckily this project um, allows me that time. Uh, there is no way I, I would be able to do this as a professional because uh, the work just takes too much time and uh, no editor would, would wait that long to uh, have a page handed in. Uh, so uh, this, this project suits me down to the ground or any of the uh, small press projects that I have done suits me very, very long um, deadline for these type of projects. And, uh, it allows me to put as much effort into it that's what's great with working with Pat. He allowed you to do that. Um, and uh, he understands that uh, if it takes longer, it takes longer. And, uh, yeah, I was going to ask actually how far ahead you're working and, and, and uh, if you know the, the future direction for the strip. Uh, that might be a spoiler. Uh, well, as far as I'm aware, um, uh, well, uh, that there is only the, the first episode that, that I've done. Uh, I've just finished it off in the last month. I think I still have to do the, um, 
the lettering on, on that episode. Uh, so that's six pages. And um, uh, I think it's going to be re-texted. Uh, uh, I think Pat is, is doing another version, another pass on the script to tighten up the dialogue or to suit the dialogue more to what I actually drew. Um, a bit of give and take there, as in his, his script would suggest, uh, well, it, it, it was a very tight script now, he would suggest one thing. And uh, then when I draw it, um, I, I wouldn't try and go off script at all, but definitely any artist would put something in that maybe wasn't there in the script and, and perhaps great, like that he, he kind of spots something and he goes, oh, that's that. And, uh, Kind of pushes towards that direction. He may add something to the next page, or uh, he may change uh, the dialogue to suit the um, what the character, how the character looks or, or feels in in the panel, um, which is uh, very good because it's more organic that way. Um, so I was actually surprised because the, the the scripts I have in the past they're pretty locked, and they don't usually change. But uh, working with Pat, uh, seems to roll with the punches. They that also if he has any new suggestions that try and incorporate them as well. Um, so that's one episode is done and I'm not too sure where it goes from there and I know this has been a massive undertaking on Pat's side and uh, I'm sure he's a pretty busy guy with his uh, professional work and he's doing all this stuff on, on that. Uh, so uh, I think it was talked that he may be getting other writers involved and, and maybe they'll take over the strips and he might work as a, an editor. I'm not too sure. I haven't really got into that with, with Pat uh, in, uh, in that context anyway. But uh, as, far, as far as I'm aware, uh, these six pages will be finishing up and we'll, we'll get it out there and just see how it goes, really. Um, if, if, it, uh, if it takes off, uh, I don't know how I'd be able to keep up the pace of producing even getting a strip out a month, the other artists may, may be able to do it, but I definitely wouldn't be able to produce a, an episode a month. Uh, I just wouldn't have the time. Uh, but if, if, it, if, it's, if it's a longer uh, period than that, if it's a, if the second issue or the third issue was coming out, say, quarterly, yeah, there might be a possibility there. We might, get, we might be able to continue it on, um, or you know, I might get the place uh, in the artist. Uh, as an artist on the strip, and that's not a problem either. I mean, it's, it's a collaboration. Yeah, I was going to ask actually how much crossover there has been, and how uh, aware of the the, the other art uh, artists' uh, work have you been during the process? I, I have seen one or two bits and pieces. Yeah, um, uh, mostly online. Uh, I haven't really been privy to, to. Well, I haven't really been getting involved with the other artists. Uh, I'm, I'm not too aware of their work other than what I've seen on, on Pat's website. Uh, but I'm looking forward to actually just seeing the whole thing pulled together. I, I'd rather uh, keep it piecemeal at the moment and then just see the whole thing uh, finished and in my, in my hands, say, as a finished product. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be printed. I think it's going to be a physical copy. I, I would like to, to see it as a, a physical printout because um, I'm not really too interested in uh, reading uh, comics online. I, I feel like the physical uh, aspect of it. 
So uh, for the future, uh, what are your future plans uh, beyond uh, Space Warp as well? Have you got any other projects um, that you're working on? Uh, yeah, well, um, I've always got something. Uh, <clears throat> I was just going to, I put, I put some of my own stuff aside um, while I was doing this. So I might just move back onto that uh, just as a stopgap to see what I'll do next. So I'm kind of working on a, I really like, and I was reading last year, the uh, Star Blazer from uh, DC Thompson uh, from the 80s and the 90s. Uh, I've been reading a lot of those last year. I was kind of going, oh, let's do this. Because there's a, uh, the, the panel format is an average of two panels per page. It's very different than what 2000Z or American Comics do. Uh, and I thought, oh, that's a nice open kind of page to work on. So an average of two panels some pages can be one, some pages can be three, and it's a book of 64 pages. And uh, I had uh, already started some pages uh, last year, and um, I'm just gonna go back and start working on those a bit more, and uh, I'm, I'm writing this as well. Uh, and it, it all involves robots. Uh, I actually enjoy drawing robots. <laughs> um, you, you'll probably see that in, in the artwork on not only the space warp but uh, uh, the other stuff I've been, uh, I've been um, so there'll be a bit of that and uh, if I get bored with that uh, I'll, I'll do some more Zara jazz um, yeah I'd like to go back and, and do a strip for that as well uh, but once again long deadline which is down to the ground and uh, uh, it's just it's, it's nice work with other writers um, in terms of uh, if I'm doing the writing myself, I just run out of ideas and, and get bored. Uh, but if, uh, if you're working with somebody, you really put in the time to get it done because it's not only you're not only working for yourself, you're somebody waiting on the the uh, script to be done as well. So, so if I know, if anyone's interested in seeing more of your work, is it anywhere online they could go to view, or do you have a Twitter handle or or anything like that? Yeah, there's, uh, there's a Twitter there. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now, but uh, yeah, it's just a Twitter there. I just felt it was, it was the easiest thing to upload images every now and then, although I haven't been updating it in the last eight months. Uh, I haven't been drawn much up. Uh, it's just different. Um, you're either drawing or you're, you're trying to do social media, and I just want to do the drawing, really. Um, yeah, but I, I, I throw stuff up every now and again, just uh, more or less for myself as well just to keep an eye on what I did in the last couple of months and I just review it for myself. Great okay well thanks very much James for taking the time out um, to talk to me today and we look forward to seeing your work in the first issue of Space Warp. Yeah stay there. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody's work together. Uh, what was the impression from the other creators uh, about their work and that what have you seen there? Okay thanks very much thank you. Okay good luck. Thanks. thanks.